0: Hi, and welcome to the latest episode of the Good Works Podcast. Today we're going to talk about our new Leadership Advancement Award. And as always, please stay with us until the end when Sarah and I will tell you what we're looking forward to. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Randy. How are you? I'm okay. Today is real (laughs) sweater weather. It really is. And I noticed we both wore sweaters. We're very
1: much in the sweaters, uh, but looking ahead in the week, we're going to be in shorts again, so it's like 74 on Thursday. I was looking
0: at the forecast, and I'm predicting sinus pressure. For oh, myself. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. This up and down. Bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, at the end of the week, I'm getting my COVID booster and flu shot.
1: Yeah. So I was debating that like this week, but I have a hair appointment on Saturday that I really want to get to. Yeah. So I don't want to be, <laughs> so I'm going to push it to the next weekend.
0: The struggle is real. Uh-huh. I yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, priorities,
1: right? <laughs> right? COVID flu versus good hair. Mm. I think it's all about wellness. Thank you. Okay. Yes. <laughs>
0: Well, Sarah, today we're going to talk about the Community Foundation Leadership Advancement Award. Yeah. And this is something brand new that we've debuted. And in a nutshell, it's a way for us to support nonprofit executive directors that want to take a sabbatical. Yeah. Yeah. So this is
1: sort of stemming from a a long problem with folks who work in the nonprofit field. Um and you know, with their, with the leaders of these organizations, they really f- think that they can't take time off or they shouldn't take time off. Right. Um, that they need to be at work, you know, five days a week, seven days seven hours a day. Um, but we know from all the research that if you can't be your best self, that's right. Health-wise, mentally, spiritually, all of those things, you can't be your best for other people.
0: That's so so true. I was just speaking with a longtime executive director in the region, Mm -hmm. and we were talking about this opportunity. So what it does is it says to an executive, hey, if you've been in this role 10 plus years, Mm -hmm. you know, 10 years or longer... And you have the ability, you know, there are some staff on board that could take on what you do while you step back.
1: Right, because we don't want the organization to fall apart
0: right, (laughs) in your absence. That's right. Um, We'll offer up to $10,000 in funding. This has to be a two- to three-month break, and the dollars can be used to either support sort of travel or experiences for the executive director while they're on their break, Mm -hmm. or to support... The cost of them being gone, meaning if you need to have a small stipend for staff that are taking on extra responsibilities, right. or if you have to contract with a service, perhaps to run your payroll while you're gone, right. things like that, yeah. Yeah. so that the organization doesn't have cash costs to the the departing director you right. know, being gone. Yeah. Okay, so, but what we, when I was talking to someone about this... They were saying, oh, my gosh, I want to do this so badly, and they had this great idea of how they would grow and learn, but they said, there's no way they can walk away for two to three months. Right. And I pushed back gently, gently, and Mm -hmm. said, actually, if an organization can't see their executive step back for a short period of time, that's a sign that it's not a very healthy organization. Right. Yeah. Healthy organizations can see any one person step back and the, the systems work. Right.
1: Exactly. I think that speaks to the culture of health in an organization, mm-hmm. but then also separating the people, you know, from the organization. Yes. The organization is not just that person who mm-hmm. may be in that ED or a CEO seat, but it's much bigger. And will live longer than any one individual.
0: This can be an essential component of succession planning. Mm -hmm. And by no means does this mean the executive director is going to be gone a year from now. But what it means is you get to see, hey, how would we need to backfill for this person? What skill sets would we look for in the next ED? And it gives existing staff a chance to spread their wings, try some things they wouldn't normally try. It's okay if something doesn't work, right? If Mm -hmm. there's a decision made that the ED would not have, they would have done something differently. Right.
1: That's okay. Right. So the true test that I always, (laughs) and this is so like, like worst case scenario. Yeah. Like, did somebody die? Right. Uh, You know, as a result of this decision that may not have been, you know, the decision that the executive director may have made, you know, as long as somebody doesn't die. (laughs) Pretty much and then you're, you're kind of okay.
0: Anything yeah. else can be undone. yes, right. Oh dear, we signed a cleaning contract and we don't like the terms. Right. well, wait out the term you know, wait out the contract and change it. Right. things like that. Rarely, I love your point, rarely is something life or death.
1: Right, exactly. And it's and it can be all about timing. Like we don't expect these folks to take a sabbatical during like the big, yes. the busiest time with their organization when they're, you know, ra- trying to raise lots of money or in the middle of some great change or mm-hmm. strategic planning, whatever it might be, Um you know, folks who are in these positions in the first place are obviously there for a reason. Yes. Um, and would never leave the organization in a lurch like that. So mm-hmm. the times that a decision would be made, you know, that may not exactly, that would be like life
0: threatening <laughs> or something is pretty slim. They really are. Yeah. I'm really glad you brought up strategic planning because that's a requirement Mm -hmm. of the award in order to be a successful applicant, you know, for us to actually choose you or your organization you have to have a strategic plan in place and it needs to be in action yes you also yeah. need to have a diversity plan in place mm-hmm. and be in action right there are a couple of things you know you have to have some strength and what we're hoping over time is if there are some organizations that would like to see this happen for their executive director but they don't have some of those pieces of the puzzle mm-hmm. this might be the catalyst this might be the incentive that helps that org put those pieces in place mm-hmm. so that their beloved, long-time, powerful, smart executive director can take a much-needed break. Absolutely. So if you're listening to this and you're saying, wow, I'd like more information, please don't hesitate to reach out to mm-hmm. either Sarah or myself, but it's right there on our website. Where yeah. could they find it, Sarah?
1: Um, so you go to communityfund.org, um, and then one of the drop-down bo- um, boxes, look for initiatives. And so the leadership advancement um, information will be right on there. And I do want to mention, this isn't a one-and-done thing. This no. is not something that the community foundation is just saying, we're going to do this thing and offer a sabbatical experience for one person, one time. Um, I believe our goal is yes. to, you know, based on the success of it, continue to offer the experience for um, Executive directors
0: in our area. Yes. This is a new annual concept. Mm -hmm. And if we have a couple of applicants, what we're thinking is we may queue up a few years. Yeah. So right now, of course, in the first round, the applications are due. uh, What is it? They were
1: due last Friday. Oh,
0: they were due last Friday. Great. (laughs) So it's closed right now. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Well, this is even better. So if you're hearing this, this is a chance to build an application for next year. Um, And really, sabbaticals are often planned years in advance. I can speak for the fact I took a sabbatical, and that was in the works for three years before I walked out the door. So yeah, if you're thinking, oh, this sounds good, but it would be better fit for 2025, it's still a good idea to go ahead and look at the application and consider applying next year. Right. And I think also it's
1: part of a larger conversation within organizations and the field in particular is not just sabbaticals for, you know, leaders of organizations, but just looking at how um, the benefits that employees have
0: as far as taking
1: time off and making sure that they do take their allotted time off.
0: Because they need it. (laughs) Yes, they do. Right. If you've got someone on your team that never takes time off and they're proud of that, work to change that culture. Yeah,
1: That's no longer a feather in your cap. (laughs) No, it is not.
0: If you're sick, stay home. Mm -hmm. Boy, did we learn that during a pandemic. But more importantly, if you have an opportunity to take a trip, to see a loved one, to go see music... Take that time that's allotted to you, that, you know, paid time off, Mm -hmm. and go live through those wonderful experiences. Have those adventures. Right.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. because sadly, we we all have an expiration, right? Yeah. So those small moments in all of our lives um, that happen, you know, watching a sunrise or... Mm -hmm. taking a quick trip to the Adirondacks, for instance, you
0: know, um, holding, holding your friend's new baby yes, or their new puppy.
1: Absolutely. Um, you know, spending a few days with somebody who's, you know, a loved one who, you know, whose life is about to end. Um, you don't get that time back. So, um, I think that's the important stuff.
0: You have to take time for that for sure. I saw something online recently and I texted it to our staff group yes. chat, and it was about um, waking up and taking um, call in healthy. call in healthy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Where you wake up one morning, obviously this is not something you can do regularly, right and it would depend on the day ahead of you and right. would you be letting people down. I caveat caveat, caveat yeah, yeah, yeah but essentially, if you wake up and the sky is bright blue and mm-hmm. you feel so good. Maybe call in and say, I'm taking a day to be really healthy.
1: Yeah. I think it's brilliant. I think
0: it's brilliant, too. Yeah. So yeah. I'd love for that to take shape around here and elsewhere.
1: Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, <laughs> with that said, in addition to calling in healthy sometime in the next month or two. Yes. All right. Uh, Sarah, <laughs> what's something you're looking forward to uh, in the old Finger Lakes? So, um, I think it was the last podcast I
1: talked about volunteering opportunities. So this doesn't have anything to do with ghosts or graveyards. (laughs) Um, But we're approaching um, the holiday season and the winter season. Mm -hmm. So we have a a new fund here, um, a lovely group of people who came to us um, and wanted to open a pass-through fund called Warm the Children. And so the goal of this fund is to provide winter clothing, coats, hats, mittens, Mm -hmm. boots um, to Shimon County kids from families who um, need those kinds of things. Um, And so the kids get to go to a local department store and shop for them. They get to choose which items they want, and they're Mm -hmm. brand new, which is um, also one of my favorite things. So anyways... All this to say is I'll be volunteering one of those um, shopping days for those families. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. Um, if you're interested in helping and also being a volunteer, um, I'd encourage you to go on Facebook and look up Warm the Children Shimon County, um, and you can reach out to them that way. If you would like to make a donation to help support the purchase of new items, you can head on over to the Community Foundation's website and um, select Warm the Children.
0: I'm so glad you brought that up. I also get to volunteer, and I can't wait to be a shopping buddy Mm -hmm. for kids. And this program was put together in memory of Rick Emanuel, someone our community lost so suddenly, and he had the biggest heart. Mm -hmm. I know this is something he's watching from some other place and couldn't be more delighted that this is how he's being remembered by his wife, his daughter, his family, his son, and the community as a whole. I love it. Yeah. I I thought the world of him. <laughs> and talk about a volunteer. Yeah. My goodness, Rick was at everything. So, yeah. yeah. Way Lovely. to remember a very special person. Yeah. What are you looking forward to? Well, it's fall. And um, so that means a special thing happens here at the Community Foundation. And this is thanks to our scholarship manager extraordinaire, <laughs> Katie McConville, who mm-hmm. started this a few years ago. We now, as a community, put together care packages for all of our scholarship recipients that are first generation college students mm-hmm. and off at an institution so this means they didn't have parents who went to college, but they themselves are in college yeah. and they're away living in a dorm for the first time um, or maybe an apartment. but the idea is yeah. they're out on their own, and so we put together just boxes full of love, mm-hmm. snacks and some gift cards and notes from community members encouraging them and saying how proud they are and how much they respect this really big thing they're doing. And I've seen some beautiful notes come in from people who they themselves were first generation college students. And sharing that lived experience that maybe in a dorm this wasn't something that your parents did so you maybe didn't have quite as many opportunities to hear about dorm life right growing up like someone who their family has done this you know many times before. Right. Yeah. So we encourage our board members to bring in things, mm-hmm. community members, we do a little shopping and then we spend a day, well an hour or two putting together Just the boxes. Yeah. And I love nothing more than a good care package. (laughs) My group of friends, we just put together care packages for our kids at college. I tend to do one monthly because it's just a hobby of mine. Mm -hmm. So the community care packages, though, are so filled with love, appreciation, joy, respect, that just putting them together, you can't help but feel it.
1: I just love that. I mean, and these are community members who don't even know who the student is. They don't, know Have a a shared experience, maybe, Mm -hmm. or just want to, like encourage like you
0: said just encourage them to keep going it's it's really beautiful and people can give what they can afford to give mm-hmm. someone can drop off a box of granola bars oh, yeah. that they picked up for $2 at Aldi right or someone might pick up five different gift cards at $5 each right. really it's very much you don't need to fill every package no 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 no. we gather up all of this stuff and then we divvy it up amongst the packages so by the time the packages are in the mail Mm -hmm. many many people have given
1: right so go to Sam's Club yeah (laughs) (laughs) buy a box of you know 25 uh, Rice Krispie Treats there it is you know we'll put a few in each box
0: part of the reason we do it at this time of year is um, there are a lot of those things out there especially on sale November 1st Mm -hmm. so maybe hit some of those post Halloween sales there you go (laughs) and we know they need a big study break in that time leading up to exams. Right. Well, Sarah, this has been such a delight.
1: It's been a good conversation. It really has.
0: Something about sweater weather just brings out the warmth (laughs) in everything and talking about helping people take a break, helping people step back and recharge, helping people get coats and warm mittens Mm -hmm. and boots, and helping people remember that there is an entire community that loves them so much if they're feeling just a smidge homesick. thanks so much for listening all the way to the end we really look forward to talking with you next month during the good works podcast